This is our devotional commentary for 2 Samuel chapter 13. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now Absalom, David's son, had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. And after a time, Amnon, David's son, loved her. And Amnon was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimeah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very crafty man. And he said to him, O son of the king, why are you so haggard morning after morning? Will you not tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Jonadab said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, say to him, Let my sister Tamar come and give me bread to eat and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let my sister Tamar come and make a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat from her hand. Then David went home to Tamar, saying, Go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, where he was lying down. And she took dough and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight and baked the cakes. And she took the pan and emptied it out before him, but he refused to eat. And Amnon said, Send out everyone from me. So everyone went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food into the chamber that I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the cakes she had made and brought them into the chamber to Amnon, her brother. But when she brought them near him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, Come, lie with me, my sister. She answered him, No, my brother, do not violate me. For such a thing is not done in Israel. Do not do this outrageous thing. As for me, where could I carry my shame? And as for you, you would be as one of the outrageous fools in Israel. Now therefore, please, speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. But he would not listen to her. And being stronger than she, he violated her and lay with her. Then Amnon hated her with very great hatred, so that the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Get up, go. But she said to him, No, my brother, for this wrong in sending me away is greater than the other that you did to me. But he would not listen to her. He called the young man who served him and said, Put this woman out of my presence and bolt the door after her. Now she was wearing a long robe with sleeves, for thus were the virgin daughters of the king dressed. So his servant put her out and bolted the door after her. And Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the long robe that she wore. And she laid her hand on her head and went away, crying aloud as she went. And her brother Absalom said to her, 
Has Amnon, your brother, been with you? Now, hold your peace, my sister. He is your brother. Do not take this to heart. So Tamar lived a desolate woman in her brother Absalom's house. When King David heard of all these things, he was very angry. But Absalom spoke to Amnon neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon because he had violated his sister Tamar. After two full years, Absalom had sheep shearers at Baal Hazor, which is near Ephraim, and Absalom invited all the king's sons. And Absalom came to the king and said, Behold, your servant has sheep shearers. Please let the king and his servants go with your servant. But the king said to Absalom, No, my son, let us not all go, lest we be burdensome to you. He pressed him, but he would not go, but gave him his blessing. Then Absalom said, If not, please let my brother Amnon go with us. And the king said to him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom pressed him until he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. Then Absalom commanded his servants, Mark when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I say to you, Strike Amnon, then kill him, do not fear. Have I not commanded you? Be courageous, be valiant. So the servants of Absalom did to Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose, and each mounted his mule and fled. While they were on the way, news came to David. Absalom has struck down all the king's sons, and not one of them is left. Then the king arose and tore his garments and lay on the earth. And all his servants who were standing by tore their garments. But Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother, said, Let not my lord suppose that they have killed all the young men, the king's sons, for Amnon alone is dead. For by the command of Absalom... This has been determined from the day he violated his sister Tamar. Now therefore, let not my lord the king so take it to heart as to suppose that all the king's sons are dead, for Amnon alone is dead. But Absalom fled. And the young man who kept the watch lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, many people were coming from the road behind him by the side of the mountain. And Jonadab said to the king, Behold, the king's sons have come, as your servant said, so it has come about. And as soon as he had finished speaking, behold, the king's sons came and lifted up their voice and wept. And the king also and all his servants wept very bitterly. But Absalom fled and went to Talmai, the son of Amihud, king of Geshur. And David mourned for his son day after day. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur and was there three years. And the spirit of the king longed to go out to Absalom because he was comforted about Amnon since he was dead. God is not mocked. Having sown seeds according to his sinful nature, it does not take long for David to begin reaping the bitter fruit. 
Sexual abuse and contrived murder make up the tragic drama of 2 Samuel 13, as in chapter 11. The prophet Nathan had said the sword would not depart from David's house, as God would raise up evil against him from within his family. So, while the Lord may not be mentioned in the present chapter, we are meant to see that he is fulfilling his word of judgment against the house of David. The king married multiple wives, so the dysfunctional family consisted of many half-brothers and half-sisters. Amnon loved his half-sister Tamar, but this love could be spelled L-U-S-T. She was beautiful, and he was frustrated that he could not have her. Following a friend's evil counsel, Amnon fakes a sickness and requests Tamar for his nurse and cook. When the two are alone, he acts like he's too weak to feed himself. She comes near him, and ten minutes later, Tamar's whole life is in tatters. As Amnon held her in his vice-like grip, Tamar pled with him to consider the terrible consequences of this flagrant godlessness both for her and for him. Rape was shameful enough. Incest only added to the crime. But Amnon ignored her desperate protests. Being stronger than she, it says, he violated her and lay with her. Verses 1-14 through 14. From there, the story only degenerates as Amnon's love suddenly becomes intense hatred. Again, turning a deaf ear to Tamar, he orders her to get up and get out. Despised, banished, and ruined, she runs to her full brother, Absalom. When David hears about this, he was very angry. Unfortunately, his anger did not lead to justice. Amnon is not punished, so Tamar is not exonerated. David shares the sin of Eli, honoring his sons more than God. He does not restrain them when they do evil. If he had required Amnon to face the full force of the law, he would have proved he cared about his daughter, and he may have prevented what came next. Verses 15 through 21. Absalom hated Amnon for abusing his sister, and the bitterness festers for two years. Since the legal system was short-circuited by his father, he opts for personal vengeance. Absalom invites Amnon to a sheep-shearing party, waits for him to get drunk, and then has him killed. Naturally, people at the palace are in a state of panic until all the facts come in. Amnon is dead, and Absalom arranged it. So Absalom flees and stays with a neighboring king three years. David is left to mourn, looking foolish and indecisive. But as time passes, he yearns to see his exiled son verses 22 through 39. Will Absalom be allowed to return? 
Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word of God.